Welcome to the Wake, Pray, Slay podcast. The struggle to find your purpose can be real sometimes, but trust me, girl, we all have one. I felt called to start this podcast to reach other women and share my testimony. I'm your host, Savannah. I'm a wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I'm absolutely obsessed with personal growth and empowering other women like you to be the person God created you to be. I'll be sharing stories, tips, and anything God reveals to me along the way. I honestly have no idea what the heck I'm doing, but I'm all about living my best life in faith one step at a time. You ready, girl? Let's dive in. Hey, girl. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening to the Wake, Price Lay podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, so I just wanted to start off by saying, like, it is just so cool how God works. He works in the most mysterious ways. And, um, you know, he'll use things in your life and your daily lives to um, tell you things. And I'm actually going to go further in depth on that topic in another episode. But I just want to share because this morning I was making my pre-workout and I was like, you know what? I should make a TikTok making my pre-workout. I just had this urge to do it. And so I opened the TikTok app and you know how it just like it'll automatically play a video And the video that was playing was exactly what I needed to hear this morning. It was some pastor talking and this girl was listening to it. And it was literally, it was what I needed in that moment. And I just like bursted out into tears. And I just had to share that because it's just, it's so crazy. And I thought it was super freaking cool. If you guys have ever experienced anything like that, I would love to hear about that. Um, You can message me and share it with me. Like I just, I just love hearing those things, how, how God works in our lives. And it's just so awesome. So for this episode, I kind of want to like dive a little bit deeper into my testimony because I mean, that's a big reason why I felt called to do this podcast is to share my testimony with you guys, but also share anything that God, you know, puts on my heart or reveals to me along the way. Um, And, you know, part of building trust, we kind of need to know each other. So I feel like it's important to share some of my past with you guys and how I got to this point in my life right now where I am. And I like to see us as like girlfriends, like maybe our kids are on a play date and we're just hanging out. Or if you don't have kids, maybe we're just like chilling, drinking some coffee and just chatting it up or, you know, whatever. But this is, you know, this is my life. This is um, what got me here. So I grew up in a Christian home, like I mentioned in my first episode, you know, we were pretty involved in the church. Um, My dad was attending Moody Bible Institute at the time, and my mom was on the worship team at our church. And so church was like a regular thing for us. Like it was a part of our normal lives. But it seemed like even at a young age, it was just like church. And then I kind of just like went to school and did my thing. You know, I was little. Um, But even as I got older, um, you know, the the sinful nature that we have, like we're we're humans, right? And we all have this sinful nature. It's, it's hard to uh, overcome that. If you don't have Jesus, it's hard to overcome those sins if we don't have him. And my life, I did not until like a year ago, which is crazy, like that I'm here right now versus like the whole rest of my life and this this dramatic change that has like happened inside of me, this transformation, if you will. Um, so I was a super selfish person, you know, especially like when I got into high school. Um, so I'm gonna back it up a little bit because I um seventh grade was when I, I started really feeling like depressed and the depression and self-harm started. And it continued throughout high school too. But I was just so selfish. I only cared about myself. I didn't care really about school. Um, 
I think it was like my sophomore year, I started skipping school and not doing so well, not really doing my homework, just caring about my friends. That's all I cared about was hanging out with my friends. And maybe you can relate to that. Like, I feel like um, when we're younger, like all we care about is just like hanging out with our friends. Okay. We just want to have fun. We're young. We just want to do our thing. And, um, you know, the depression still was with me. I had this self-hatred. I had hatred for others. I hated myself. I, um, you know, I always had this whisper in my ear tell me like anytime I would look in the mirror, I absolutely, I just bawled my eyes out. Like I would get so frustrated because I felt so ugly and fat and like constantly like stuck in this like web of comparison with my friends or other people that I felt were more attractive than me or had like better bodies than me or, you know, whatever it is. And gosh, it was like, it was like this heaviness on my chest. It was like I was tied down. And I don't know, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like feeling that like sensation of just being tied down and not knowing how to break through that self-hatred or that insecurity or whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is, that feeling, that icky feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's not like a super confident feeling. It's an icky feeling. And I was an angry person, especially like as I start uh, kept getting older and I started doing drugs and drinking and just like partying and like not giving a crap about anything or anyone except myself. And I actually, I was kicked out at 17. I lived in a car with my friend, um, for the last few months of high school and <laughs> glory to God, I actually graduated high school <laughs> barely, but I graduated And I ended up moving back in with my parents that summer and, you know, I turned 18 and it it was still like, I was still like in the drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. And I ended up dating a boy that was much older than me. Um, and he broke my heart. And then shortly after that, I met my husband. (laughs) So we met when I was 19 and, um, we moved in together almost like immediately because I got kicked out again. And so I moved in with my husband and, you know, we weren't married or anything like that. And we lived together and we got married at, I just turned 21. So we were together for two years and then we got married and this month actually is our anniversary. So we'll be together. We'll be married for four years this year. So that's exciting this month actually. Um, But even like the first part of like my husband and I's like relationship and even the first part of our marriage, like it was rocky. I'm not going to lie. Like I was still this terrible person. I was just angry all the time. I was super jealous. I was so angry. I I, that's like, that's all I can chalk it up to is just being so angry and being tied down to um, that shame and that sin. And something had to change. I couldn't live my life like that anymore. I was miserable. I was depressed. I hated my life so much. Like, I cannot even tell you how many times, like, I just like told myself I'm worthless and I'd be, it'd be better off if I wasn't even here. For years, I told myself that. And that was a whisper from the enemy as well. Um, because I, I truly believe that he knew that God had a purpose for me in my life and he didn't want me to follow through. He didn't want God to use me. And that brings me to, um, about a year ago after we got married and everything, we searched for churches. Um, we had some struggles and, um, it just like, we couldn't find a church for us. And so a year ago when I joined my first network marketing company, like I said, I felt really just like called to, have a relationship with Jesus to surrender to him. 
And my husband and I actually, we live, so um, we live next to this neighborhood and it's like a super nice neighborhood over there. And they have like really nice houses and they're just like really big houses and stuff. And um, during the summer, sometimes they'll have like a whole bunch of them will have garage sales. And so we'll go there and we'll walk through the garage sales and stuff like that. And so we're like, oh yeah, let's go to this garage sale at this fancy house. Maybe they got some nice stuff. (laughs) So we went to this one house and there were like these boxes of books. And so I just like went over to look at the books I always buy books but I don't read them <laughs> always it's like forever it's been like this habit of mine where I'm like yes I'm gonna start reading and I'm gonna buy all these books and then they just sit on my shelf and collect dust but I was like you know that's what I do <laughs> um so I went and I looked at the box of books and sitting on top of the box of books was this study called The Quest by Beth Moore, which I talked about in my first episode. And it's an excursion toward intimacy with God. And I was like, I looked at it and it barely had any writing in it. I think there was like the first couple pages had some writing in it and the rest was golden. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this. It was there for a reason. It was just sitting on the top. Like maybe this is God like telling me like I need to do the study. So I got the book and I committed to doing the study. It's a six week study. And that study, like honestly, like it changed everything for me. It really like just helps me deepen my faith. And I'm not saying you need like a study to deepen your faith with God. Um, but in my case, this is what helps me. And you'll hear several testimonies out there of how people came to Jesus. And they don't all just start with a study. But for this is my story. So this is what worked for me. And everything changed. It was like this radical transformation. You know, obviously, like there was work that went along with it. And at first, the enemy was working over time to stop me. He was trying so hard. He would throw. I remember. Oh, girl, let me tell you this story. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't actually planning on going into this story, but I was just reminded of this. So I got baptized in November 2019. And um, when I was doing the study, I actually prayed. I I prayed for quite a few things and and God actually answered those prayers, which is awesome because God answers prayers. And he, okay, so um, I was praying about a church and I felt called to go to this church we actually had been going to before. And that's a different story for a different time because I could, I could go on that. Okay. Um, and I got baptized there. And the same day as my baptism, I kid you not, I got baptized because I felt like after I did the study and I renewed my relationship with God, renewed my faith, I remember sitting down and praying and I felt God like telling me like get baptized again. And like this time it was for real. It was like I was renewing my faith. This was the real thing. Unlike when I was 12 and I got baptized and and I never lived my life for Christ. This time was different and I really felt like he was telling me to do it so I did it. And after the baptism, my family and I we went to this buffet and I remember, oh my gosh, you guys, it was insane. It was like all my insecurities came to life. Like the devil was working really, really hard. He was like, you got baptized, but I'm not going to let you um, have a relationship with God. I'm going to throw everything at you um, right now during this happy time where you're celebrating and I'm going to knock you down. And that's what he tried to do. He really did. And I, I could feel like I was getting really upset. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so attacked. I could literally feel the spiritual attack. It was crazy. <laughs> so I had to share that with you because, yeah, he did that. I was like, I just got baptized for crying out loud and the enemy's trying to come and get me. Like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> 
Anyways, after that point, I was just like, all right, I'm all in. And, you know, like for years, too, and and maybe you can relate to this, but for years, I was like, I'm going to start reading my Bible. I'm going to have a relationship. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do all the things. And I would always start and I would always give up after like a couple of days. And it wasn't until a year ago that I, I started being consistent with it, that I felt this like divine intervention and I actually followed through. And committed to it because I really felt like something in my life needed to change. I could not live this way anymore. And honestly, like if if Jesus hadn't like come in and um, intervened in my life, then I really feel, I don't know where I would be right now. To be completely honest with you, I was miserable. And Jesus does so much more than change you. He transforms you, you know. And along the way, you know, there's been ups and downs. There have been times where I'm just like, what the heck is happening? I, I, I just like, I'm a loss for words. Like, but that's the thing, like, like God gives us strength. He pulls us through those hard times, those down times, those lows. When you have that relationship with him, you can get through it. And as soon as I decided to renew my faith, it was like that giant weight was lifted off my shoulders. I didn't feel helpless and hopeless. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel depressed. And of course, I that's another story for another time too is more on my depression um but for a while I would still have days where I would be completely depressed like I couldn't get out of bed I didn't know what was wrong with me I didn't want to work my business I didn't even want to be a mom I just cried all day and felt just so hopeless but it didn't last I got through it and I can honestly say like I don't remember the last time at this point I do not remember the last time I was depressed That's how radically the transformation is when you accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, that you decide to live for him and only him. Because when you accept him, you're saying, I accept you as my Lord. And that doesn't just mean, yeah, like I believe in you. It's so much more than just believing. And again, that's another topic that I plan to talk about in this podcast. So if you're really interested, like, how do I do this? Like, I'll just share with you like tips for how to do that. But I just have to say, you guys, like if you haven't accepted Jesus into your life as your Lord and as your Savior, accepting him to make that transformation in your life and that's deciding to live a life without perpetual sin because like I said nobody is perfect we all sin we're all humans we all fall short but we're not making the conscious choice to sin you know like oh it's fine because I used to do this when I was younger I was like it's fine God will forgive me it's fine I can do this I can no you know We sin, but it's not something that we're choosing purposefully to do every single day of our lives. Um, So there's that. But I just like, again, going back because I'm kind of a squirrel and I was was saying something and then I kind of like, I don't know, started talking. I don't know. I, I don't even remember what I was even saying. But if you haven't accepted Jesus into your life, I highly recommend just like coming to him humbly with your heart and your mind open. Because if you're not really sure, you know, and you're like really like you have this wall up and you're like, eh, I don't believe it. That's different. But if you come to him with an open heart and an open mind um, and ask him, say, Jesus, please make your presence known in my life. 
And he will. I just like, I really want to recommend that because the change is drastic. It's not just like, you know, and it's a battle. I'm not going to lie. It is a battle. Like the Bible tells us that we're going to suffer. It's not just this, you accept Jesus and everything's perfect and you get all these things and, you know, you pray for wealth and he's going to give you wealth. Like you're, no, that's not how it works. Like Jesus Christ suffered for us. And so um, in order to become more Christ-like and more like him, we will face some suffering. But like I said, with God guiding us and with us every step of the way, we can get through it. And those sufferings actually make us stronger and it actually gives us a story to tell and hope. Um, we have hope through Jesus Christ. Um, so speaking of which, there's actually a verse. So I have this wall of post-it notes of verses. Well, um, a lot of them are from the New Testament. There's some from the Old Testament, but I, I want to switch them out. <laughs> Anyways, that's not even the point, but there's this verse and I absolutely love it. It's Romans 5, 3 through 5, which is not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. We re- Did you hear that? Let me pause for a second. We rejoice in our sufferings. What? Resuming. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance character and hope and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. So when Jesus died on the cross, um, he saved us from an eternity in hell and he sent his only son to die for our sins so that we may be forgiven and that we will spend eternal life with him. So when you accept Jesus, make him Lord over your life, you accept that free gift, a free gift that God has given us. We get to live forever. We were made to live forever. And I think that is just the coolest thing ever. So you may think like death, this is this terrible thing, which yeah, the wages of sin is death. That's, you know, but the gift of God is eternal life. We've all, like, that's a different verse, but um, I don't have my Bible in front of me, so I can't remember which, which where that's from, but I know it kind of. Um, but another one is, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And that's Romans 3, 23 to 24. And also, I want to say I highly recommend reading Romans. It kind of like it's, it's just amazing. It's like my favorite book in the Bible. Um, it really touches base on sin and, you know, all those things. But we are saved by grace. Um, and again, the squirreliness came and I totally lost my train of thought of what I was saying before. Um, but I hope you all get the point. I'm sorry about that. But this is real life right now. Like, I don't have any notes or anything in front of me. I'm just talking. But it, it's seriously, like, it's the most incredible thing when you truly pursue a relationship with God. And that relationship with God, like, it's as much as you want one. You know, like nobody's forcing you to accept Jesus. Nobody's forcing you to have a relationship with God. We were given free will. We were given the opportunity to make that decision um, because we believe in Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for our sins and rose three days later from the dead. And when we accept him and we profess with our mouth that he is that he is the Messiah, that he is our savior, we are saved. Um, Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's all I'm going to go into detail with. This has already been like a super long episode and I'm kind of getting off. I'm like going back and forth because I'm super ADD sometimes. And so that's just how my brain works. Um, But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll say a quick little prayer for you and then I'll let you go on with your day. Father God, I thank you so much for whoever is listening to this right now, Lord. 
I pray that you will come into their lives and that you will just show them how wonderful and powerful you are, um, what you can do for their lives when they accept you as Lord of their life. And when they pursue a relationship with you, how drastic everything changes. I know for me that I am much happier when I do your will, Lord God, and I pray that their eyes will be opened, that they will see the truth and that they will come to you wholeheartedly without any doubt in their minds or in their hearts and that you will transform their lives and make them new in Christ Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. Okay, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you love this podcast, please share it with your bestie or you can share it to your social media through your Facebook or your Instagram stories if you like. But make sure that you tag me so I can say thank you. This was seriously so much fun. Talk to you soon, girl.